Fisher Show with Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, Lance, and good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. We'll talk girls wrestling coming up here in just a moment as Kemper sends one wrestler to the state girls tournament. The Carroll Tigers send four, and the area schools send a total of 11. We'll talk wrestling with Gary Schmitz here shortly, followed by Sam Vanami. Also joining us today, Randy Beeson, Katie Cook, Andrew Clink, Sean Minahan, Deb Danner, Shane Vaughn, and Eric Nagel. Those coaches will come in in that order here today but of course we've got to start off with the girls regional state qualifying meet first ever one held yesterday and they had eight of them eight different regions yesterday the carol taggers the kemper knights the east sac raiders the south central calhoun titans along with the audubon wheelers were all up at region number two up at the Tyson Event Center in Sioux City yesterday. Carroll had an outstanding day. So did the Titans as Carroll finishes up sixth in the overall with the team standings. 107 and a half points. Uh, they would send four wrestlers onto the state tournament. South Central Calhoun takes eighth with 82 and a half points. They also take four or four swimmers to the state tournament. Kemper takes 14th place. They finish with 49 points, sending one wrestler to the state tournament. Isak County County was 16th with 44 points. They take two wrestlers to the state tournament. And Audubon uh, had it 21, uh, finished 21st, I should say, with 14 points. Now we're going to take a look at some of the individual stuff for the Carroll Tigers. Julia Canny, one of those four Tigers to advance to state. She finished up in second place at 105 pounds. Brianna Kiger finished up in fifth place. Avery Burke advances. She takes home fourth place yesterday at 135 pounds. Chloe Jones also advances for the Tigers, taking third place at 140 pounds. Emma Daniels, the other Tiger to go. She finished up in third place at 235. For South Central Calhoun, Courtney King advances with a fourth place finish at 100 pounds. Iris Melody finished up in fourth place as well at 105 pounds. Lacey Martin finished up in fifth place. Evelyn Kramer advances to state. She took third at 120 pounds. Delaney Prescott, a second place finisher for the Titans, advances at 130 pounds. For the Kemper Knights, Grace Hoffman is there at young lady heading to the state tournament. She takes third place at 105 pounds. Kyla Wiskus finished up in sixth. Sadie Smith was in fifth place. For Eastsack County, they had the lone champion yesterday, Olivia Mack. She won her weight class that was at 100 pounds, taking home a first place finish. Olivia Villegas battled her way back to qualify for state as she finished up in fourth place yesterday. Audubon Wheelers, uh, Jordan Mulford, Emily Foran, Steph Meiswinger, J.C. Carlisle all wrestled yesterday along with Corey Sebesma. None of them, though, were able to advance to the state tournament. But congratulations again to all of the area girls. And again, a special congratulations to our state qualifiers. Um, it was Olivia Mack and Olivia Villegas uh, from Isaac County. Grace Huffman uh, from the uh, Kemper Knights for South Central Calhoun. Courtney King, uh, Iris Melody, Evelyn Kramer, and Delaney Westcott all qualify for state. And for the uh, Carroll Tigers, uh, Julie Julia Canny, uh, also Chloe Jones, uh, Avery Burke, and Emma Daniels were the qualifiers for the Tigers. Time to move on now to some boys basketball action. Carroll High knocks off Ballard last night, 61 at 253. Bryce Burlaw had 20 points. Evan Hammer, 17 points to go with 15 rebounds. Kemper falls last night to losing to Lewis Central. The final score there last night was 60 to 42 in favor of Lewis Central. 
uh, for the Knights last night. Not a lot of offense. Uh, Tregan Biter led him with it, 10 points on the night. Uh, Tavanami added five points with four rebounds and three steals. Coon Rapids Bear down to Arweva, 59-40. Cal Hayden, 32 points, nine rebounds. Lance Clayberg, 17 points, 12 rebounds, five steals for the Crusaders. For the Rockets last night, Wyatt Regaler had 13 points, four steals. Blaine Smith added 10 points and five assists. It was South Central Calhoun falling to Newell Fonda, 75-50. The final score, Keegan Sword did have 10 rebounds. Joe Clark finished up with 13 points and six rebounds. Eastside County falls to Sioux Central, 53-231. Aiden Vondrak had seven points. Ryan Clare had eight points and seven rebounds. I.K. Manning loses to Trainer last night on the road, 61-25. Caden Keller had seven points and six rebounds. Ross Kuzel finished up with three points and four rebounds. And Audubon loses to Underwood last night. The final there was 74-46. And again, uh, there was uh, no stats reported last night uh, for the Wheelers. On the girls' side of things, the Carroll Tigers would fall last night to Ballard in overtime, 51-42. Shea Sennard had 18 points to go with four rebounds. Caitlin Aiden finished up with seven points to go with six rebounds and three steals in the loss. Kemper falls to Lewis Central, 75-42 for the Knights. Uh, Kate Mayhall had 10 points. Elsa Tiefenthaler finished up with 11 points. Mayhall also added six steals. Isak County falls to Sioux Central, 71-42. McKenna Steiger had 19 points. Jen Ashinger finishes up with eight in the loss. South Central Calhoun falls to New Alfonda, 70-43. Riley Bata, 16 points, nine rebounds. Kylie Schleichman added 13 in the loss. Coon Rapids Bear downs Arweva, 46-31 for the Crusaders. Breely Clayberg, 22 points, nine rebounds, six steals. Malia Clayberg, 11 points and 11 rebounds for Arweva. Maggie Regaler had 15 points while it was Delaney Shirky finishing up with nine points. Peyton Jordan falls to Woodbine, 57 at 218. Becca Anderson with nine points. Emma Stream had six. Audubon loses in a tight one to Underwood on the road, 40 to 32. Madison Steckler led the Wheelers in the loss with 12 points. Riley Britton finished up with eight. Igam Manning falls down at Trainer, 63 to 20. For the Wolves last night, Taylor Beckendorf had eight rebounds on the night. Allie McGinn also finished up with seven rebounds. And that is, again, what happened in sports last night. We'll take a look at that upcoming sports schedule for today, and we'll talk uh, basketball, wrestling, and boys swimming. All that coming up here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. Kemper girls qualify. Of course, Grace Hoffman heading down to the state girls wrestling tournament as the Knights wrestled on Friday up at the Tyson Event Center in the first ever state qualifying meets for the girls. They were also at Denison on Tuesday. Joining us right now, head coach Gary Schmitz. And Gary, always good to catch up with you. The first time going to a state qualifying for the girls. How did that feel yesterday? You know, it was fun. Um, There's some pretty pretty competitive matches there and uh i thought the girls um 
they were patient and thought they wrestled well in their matches. Um, a couple instances there, but nothing to be uh, unexpected from them. But I think uh, they've, they, they have shown a lot of growth um, throughout the season. And um, our last practice there, um, before we we left, I told them, I said, let's just, just go in there and have fun. You know, that's the main thing. I said, you know, all the work you guys have put into this, and, uh, you know, the sun's going to rise tomorrow whether you like it or not. <laughs> and, you know, whatever whatever happens, it, it, it is what it is. So don't get so uptight and just go out and have fun with it. And, boy, they they took that to heart, and they had a good time, and uh, um, they they wrestled well. What was the experience like, do you think, for them uh, and, and stuff? Because it, it, it had to be uh, kind of interesting and kind of fun, new experience for a lot of the girls, even some of the girls that were maybe down at state last year. Um, you know, that was an unsanctioned one, so they didn't qualify. This year they had to qualify, so a whole new experience for them. Well, you know, that's that's so true. Um, you know, Grace was there her freshman year in the unsanctioned one where you just automatically went to the state tournament. And... Uh, you know, she had that goal of making it to state this year. And, you know, I think it might have been even a little more pressure on her knowing having that desire and what that, how, uh, that goal of getting to state and what, what that taste is in your mouth to get there. And, uh, you know, I used to look, it was almost more pressure on her, I think, than maybe Allie or Kyla because they've never been there, you know, yep. so they weren't, they don't even know, wouldn't even know what to even expect to be when you're there. Um, not that they didn't want to get there, but, you know, with, with uh, Grace, she really, she really had that desire to get there and had that, had that hopes of getting there. So, um, it, you know, she, she kind of showed it early. She was a little nervous, you know, but once she got into her first match, um, I just took seconds, and you could tell she the nerves went away, and you know now it's just another match, and and she got right after it and did very well. So yeah, I went three and one on the day. As you mentioned, won that first matchup by a major decision, fourteen to four. Then fell in the semifinals, yep. but bounced back uh, to win her next two matches to take home third place. That seven to three win uh, in the third place match wrapped up that third place finish for you. Mentioned Kyla and also Allie. Um, both of them uh, wrestled for you along with Sadie Smith. Um, how did you feel like the three of them wrestled for you? Um, you know. Uh, Allie, she lost her first one, and she came back. And uh, I, 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 I won't lie; I was kind of nervous. I said, "Man, I really wanted her, everybody to get one win." Yep. And she came back her her second match, and uh, man, she just really wrestled well. And you know, I am so proud that you know she didn't get down on herself after after uh, losing that first one. And you know, have that hanging over her shoulders, and uh, she really came back and wrestled a really nice match her second one, and I was so proud of her for doing that. So, um, now Kyla, I, I tell you what, she has been one that you know, you look at her record and just under under five hundred for the season, 
And I kind of pointed that out to actually her and, and Allie. I said, when I had it early in the season, I had them do goal sheets. And when they were reading off their goals at one of our practice, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, I, I think if I remember right, both of them had something like they wanted to win one match in the month of November. And I'm thinking, I don't think you realize that everybody isn't in your, you know, 75% of the girls in the state of Iowa are in your same shoes. Yep. So I think they, they kind of, uh, didn't give themselves credit because I don't think they knew what to expect. Right. And, uh, they both have done really phenomenal jobs and, uh, you know, Kyla, she came out there today, and I'm not going to lie, that that 115 weight class was probably one of the harder ones yep. there. And she came back within a match of, of getting the place, you know, placing top four. And, you know, we, me and uh, Coach Huffman, didn't expect her to be able to get that far, and she proved us wrong, and she really wrestled well. And, and uh, she had some tears in her eyes, and she left, and you know, you know, rightfully so. She she was that close, so proud of her for her achievements there. Yeah, and Coach and Sadie Smith, the other one. I know you have high hopes for her. I think the future for her going to be very bright. She ran into a really experienced Evelyn Kramer out of South Central Calhoun in the quarterfinals. Yeah, and then I think the Brenda Johnson or Brianna Johnson from Spencer, if I remember right, was really good as well. Those were her couple of losses, uh, but otherwise went out and kind of took care of business. Maybe not getting all those falls, but uh, went out and picked up some some wins by decision and 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 did what she needed to do to get wins. Yeah. You know, she uh, she's come along quite a bit. Um, I still want to see her just have trust in herself. I think she second guesses her shot a little bit, but she's stronger in what she knows. <laughs> you know, she you can see it in her uh, her her when she gets out and wrestles. And I think once she realizes how how um, strong she is and how good she can be. Um, and, you know, being a freshman, that's it's, it's a growing thing. And I think in the off season, we're going to do some work to build that, that mental confidence. And uh, once she understands those things, she's going to be, she, she's going to be at the state tournament. I'll guarantee it. You know, if, if not three times, you know, I tell you what, she'll, she's going to really improve a lot in this off season and it's going to come back strong. So, I'm confident with that. Well, Coach, great job so far this year. You're not done yet. You've got, to, of course, Grace headed down to the state tournament. We'll have Bill Kane and Jeff Honnold down there providing the coverage for us on Thursday and Friday on our YouTube channel. So best of luck to you. Best of luck to Grace. And we look forward to talking to you next week and kind of wrapping up how things went for Grace down at state. All right. Well, thank you. You bet. Head Coach Gary Schmitz again with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team. We're back with more. We'll talk Carroll Girls Wrestling, Sam Vanami. They had a great day as well. We'll talk to her about that coming up next here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning. There are a lot of employment options out there. You want full-time work with excellent pay and awesome benefits because you're worth it. Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers at their Carroll and Corning locations. And you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call now. 402-417-5975. That's 402-417-5975. Or go to darlingii.com 
www.darlinginsurance.com and find out that you're worth a lot more than Darling Ingredients. Carroll Girls Wrestling Team had an outstanding week, including uh, on Friday up at the Tyson Event Center as they were up at the state qualifying meet. Tigers lead the area with qualifiers. I'm going to name them here real quick before we bring on head coach Sam Anami, who might still be celebrating that uh, great day with the girls yesterday. Uh, Julia Caney advances as a second-place finisher. Uh, I was also Avery Burke qualifying as a fourth-place finisher. Chloe Jones qualifies as a third-place finisher, and Emma Daniels also qualifying as a third place finisher. So coach year number one, and you're taking four girls to the state wrestling tournament. Appreciate you covering us. As I mentioned, everybody folks, Sam Vanami, the head coach for the Kiro girls wrestling team joining us here. Coach, appreciate you joining us. Congrats. Absolutely. Thank you. It was a heck of a day. It was very exciting. And it, it was so amazing watching each one of these girls go out there and wrestle those that, you know, qualified to go on to state and those that didn't, they went out there and they left everything on the mat as they should have. So coach, I got to ask you and I chatted a little bit on Friday night and, and you had mentioned that, uh, you know, uh, the girls wanted to go get something to eat to celebrate. What was the, what was the place of choice before you guys headed back on Friday night? They chose to go to who hut. So they were feeling a little bit of Mongolian grill and that's, that's where we went, and for some, it was a first-time experience and a lot of good laughs there, and others, <laughs> that was just uh, the favorite place, so we we went there and then got home before the weather, so it was, yeah. it was just a nice little way to wrap up the night. Well, glad, and, and I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that place, so uh, hopefully all of the girls enjoyed it, and, uh, even the ones that were there for the first time, so. Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, if you got qualified for state wrestling, is is who hot the good place to eat the week before? <laughs> well, you know, you get there's lots of vegetables, there are. lots of protein. That is true. As long as you watch your oils, I think we're okay. But and they didn't go up for seconds. Okay. Um, at least not the ones that were qualified. <laughs> other other ones might have been celebrating for other reasons. Absolutely. I I will I will tell you this, and then we'll start talking about the girls a little bit more. I don't know how many times I've talked to the boys on on. Saturday, you know, down at the state wrestling tournament when they know that it's it and, and they're just ready to get that matchup done. Unless, of course, they're wrestling on Saturday night. They're all going out to a buffet uh, as soon as oh, they're yeah. done wrestling. So I'm sure the girls uh, that could today enjoyed that the most that they can. But for qualifying, it had to be a good day. What stood out for you about Friday? I think just the mindset they really were communicating with each other just try to remind one another that this is just it's a bigger place that we're wrestling but in the end we're just wrestling and we've been doing this all season this isn't anything new a lot of these girls we've already seen we've already competed again um let's just go out there and let's just go do it and if we great you know if we do great and we move on wonderful if this is the end of our season then let's make it a good one and just watching those girls have their little pep talk before we went out there. It just, it was really just a a fun experience to witness and see them come together and be on the same page. And they went out there and I think just, they were ready to listen. They were determined and they did exactly what, you know, we wanted them to do was just take one match at a time and we'll get through one round at a time and then we'll move on and we'll figure out, you know, how we want to attack the next one. And, 
how many girls or where you are at the bracket. That doesn't matter. What matters is what's in front of you. And they, they focused on that. It was amazing. Julia Canny, your top finisher, took second place, um, got into the championship match. I was following on track wrestling on Friday, and uh, she fell behind five to nothing. It looked like fairly quickly there in that first period, but after that kind of settled in and actually won the rest of the match three to two, but ends up uh, after falling down five to nothing, losing seven to three. But what a gritty gutty performance for her going out, winning those first two, both of them by falling, getting into that championship match. Yeah, she, you know, she already had a good record as it was, and she earned the seed that she had. So her bracket was, you know, kind of in her favor, if you will. And she went out there and she wrestled the two matches really, really well. She was, you know, if that girl's nervous, you would never know it. She's the most humble person that you will meet. <laughs> yep. And she just goes out there and does what she needs to do. And um, she realized early on, you know, if I win this match, I, I'm qualified to go to state. Even if I don't wrestle my last one and I lose that one, I'm I'm already going to stay. And if she was satisfied with that, obviously she wanted to win that last one. But, you know, even she comes up against great competitors and it just happened that that last one, she had a really great competitor and it is what it is. But she's moving on and she's already talking about what she wants to work on and what she wants to focus on and that girl is just so stinking determined. It's <laughs> it's hard to not be on that contagiousness of let's let's get after it, let's do it. So yeah. What did you see from Chloe Jones and Emma Daniels, both of them finishing up in third place? Uh, Emma kind of had to fight back a little bit, uh, lost in the quarterfinals and battered her way through the consolation side to get into that third place match and then won it by fall. And, and for Chloe, um, uh, ended up winning her first match, dropped the second match in the semifinals, and then had to battle back and win that third place match to get herself in as well, but able to do that as well. Yeah, I mean, as far as both of those girls were concerned, it's they they were in the right mindset. They wanted to win. They wanted to compete. They wanted to go out there, and they knew at the end of the finish line that they wanted to get to state and you know start off strong. And just so happens, okay, we lost the match. Now we got to work twice as hard to get where we want to be. But they, you know, they didn't get in their head. They didn't get discouraged. It was okay you know, what do I need to do? How do I want to start it? Um, and just, they were really open, both of them, to taking the advice that we were trying our very best to shout out over everything and all the cheerleaders and all the, you know, trying just to give them any advice that they can to just be successful. And they were really receptive of it and just taking, again, one match at a time, one round at a time and understanding that what's in front of them that's what matters right now. And just them not being in their head was really key. Avery Burke, don't want to forget about her. She's your other qualifier. Uh, loses in the third place match, has to come back and wrestle back to clinch that fourth place spot. Ended up taking on Elizabeth Rubio uh, from Sioux City North. Got the fall at the 319 mark to clinch her trip. I, I know I saw her at the end of the basketball game last night. Extremely excited that she's mm -hmm. heading down to the state tournament. But, uh, you know, to come back after losing in that third place match and find a way to still get in and win it by fall, that, that tells you the character of that young lady. Absolutely. And Honestly, that match that she lost, it wasn't, it was so back and forth and it was close and she popped up and, you know, she was able to just walk off the mat and kind of, you know, give me the look of, well, shoot, whoops, and kind of shrug it off. And she knew that, okay, now I got to work twice as hard to get where I want to be. And 
she was bound and determined and she got out there and she did it and just all four of them really but just watching when they knew that, that in that final round that they had the pin or they they had enough points and they they got where they needed to be to qualify you could see it on their face and those were nothing but tears of joy coming from their face and it was so much fun to watch well coach i tell you what great job all season long so much looking forward to finding out how the girls do thursday and friday again we'll have coverage on our youtube channel for audio uh throughout the entire sessions both days live play-by-play of all four of your girls down there with jeff hondled and bill kane so thanks for everything so far look forward to talking to you next week to see how and talk to you about how the girls do down there but uh, congratulations on a great job on friday and appreciate you joining us Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jeff. Head coach Sam Vanami again with the Carroll Girls Wrestling Team. We'll stop, boy, take a break. We've got more coming up here from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Uh, we're going to turn our attention over to the basketball scene now. Randy Beeson, the head coach for the Carroll Boys, sit to join us next. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. Carroll Tiger boys played three games this last week, traveling over to the Gilbert Tournament on Saturday and then down to Winterset Tuesday before coming home on Friday night to take on Ballard Tigers, winning two of those three. And joining us right now is head coach uh, Randy Beeson. And coach, uh, congrats on those nice uh, nice two wins here the last two times out. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was a good week. Even uh, the, the rolling story game, it was a close one and we played pretty well. So it was a good week for us. Let's start with Winterset in a way. Uh, you, you fall, you mentioned the Roland story. That was at the Gilbert Tournament Saturday. Kind of had it slip away in the fourth. End up losing to a, a good team there, 13-1. and one. Uh, You fall 54-50. to Kind of had that game. How big was it to get that one on Tuesday on the road and kind of have things go the right way for you guys in the fourth quarter? Yeah, uh, it was big for sure. You know, uh, a couple games before that, we had, we had played pretty well and just didn't finish the games and uh kind of happened that again on that saturday but uh we went to winter set tough place to play They're a really nice team and uh we played pretty well played really good defense uh for for most of the game and got them to miss some shots and had a pretty nice lead going in the fourth quarter and uh then <laughs> we had some flashbacks to, to some previous games and uh you know, we, we fight off a team that ends up going 8 for 12 in the last uh, seven minutes of the fourth quarter. And uh, you'd say that the team's going to make eight threes in the fourth quarter. I would think that we're probably not going to win that game. So give our guys credit. They uh, they made some plays down the stretch, and we took care of the basketball. Uh, and fought off a, a tough team that, that got hot late. Yeah, you guys gave up 26 because they hit eight threes in the fourth, but you guys put 23 on the board. So even though they were scoring, you guys were, were pretty much matching them, and that's got to be huge. We did a good job of taking care of it. You know, the previous games, we turned it over too much late in the game, and that really wasn't the case in the fourth quarter. Uh, we missed some easy ones early on. Uh, we got to the basket, which is great. We just didn't complete plays, and then all of a sudden they made some threes, and they got out of their zone, uh, tried to trap and pressure us. And 
Uh, Trey Hunter made some really nice passes to Evan Hammer underneath the basket for some easy layups. Uh, so even though we were giving up some threes and they were making everything, it wasn't like uh, we weren't scoring on the other end. So good thing we got some easy ones and finished enough plays there down the stretch to find a way to pull that one off. Coach, uh, how did that help you guys, do you think, Friday night? Uh, what a crazy game that was last night against uh, Ballard. Uh, they jump up 26-13. to 13. I told you last night in the postgame, you guys go on a 31-4 to 4 run after that. Uh, thought you had the game put away. You get up by, you know, 14, 15, I think it was 15. And the next thing you know, they start kind of chipping away at it. I started to notice it late in the third. I even said to Terry Kaspabar, I'm like, you know, hopefully Carroll can hold this lead and kind of hold off. You know, Ballard's going to make a run. And you, and you always hear coaches say, if we can get it down to six, seven, you know, maybe with four or five minutes left, we give ourselves a chance. They got it to four, but you guys held on and made plays down the stretch. Yeah, it was uh, it was back and forth for sure. Uh, you know, they they made some shots. I felt like it was the fourth quarter against Winterset. I think uh, thought I heard uh, seven for eleven from uh, three point line in the first half. So they were definitely making some outside shots. Uh, our defense wasn't great. Uh, we overhelped. Uh, a couple different times and let their shooter get open a little bit. But uh, second half was was a lot better. And, you know, offensively, we weren't very good. We settled for a bunch of jump shots uh, early on in the game instead of attacking the paint and, and getting to the paint and getting some post touches. And uh, when we did get to the paint, the, the very few times, it didn't seem like we completed those plays either. So uh, it was one of those games where early on I'm going, man, if we, if we don't make some shots early on, this is going to get ugly right away. And uh, Bryce Rovin made a nice little 15-footer, and then all of a sudden I uh, hit back-to-back threes after that to get us back in the game. And I think we're down uh, two or something at halftime. And third quarter, we were really good defensively. We forced jump shots. They didn't get to the paint as much, so it wasn't inside-out threes. It was more just uh, shoot threes around the arc, which those don't go in as often as uh, getting to the paint and throwing inside and out. So, much better job. We rebound the ball better. Uh, a lot more one and done. And then offensively, because we could get some stops, we could get out and run. And uh, guys did a nice job of sharing the basketball. And we got some easy ones in transition that helped us out. Coach, we, we bounced back briefly to, to last Saturday to the Roland Story game. Um, what did you guys take away from that loss that maybe helped you here uh, in these last two games? Yeah, we. I mean, we played really good defense, uh, and, and actually on both ends of the of the floor uh, for three and a half quarters, I mean, we were really good. Uh, you know, we're up six with four or five minutes to go, uh, up three with a minute and a half to go, and we miss a miss a bunny underneath, miss a layup that would have made it a five point game. And, uh, and then last two thir- last two minutes of the game, we just uh, we didn't take care of the basketball. We turned it over too much. Uh, so we spent a lot of time on practice on uh, Monday, uh, just reviewing the basics, uh, reviewing end of game situations, talking about little things and, and understanding time and score and where we need to be and you know, who's going to handle the basketball and who wants the basketball. And, uh, you know, just some things that maybe we take for granted sometimes. And, uh, you know, it was important, uh, the winter set game, we had the same situation then, uh, where we had to learn from that. So I thought we were better against Winterset. And then uh, same way, you know, those little things that we always talk about learning every game and trying to be a little bit better, you know, and the things that we learned from the Winterset game, we carried over to uh, last night as well. So 
you know, you're always trying to get a little bit better. You're trying to learn from every win or loss. Uh, fortunately, we had to learn a lot through a couple of those losses there last week. But I think we're heading in the right direction now. Guys played with a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, uh, shared the basketball. Uh, we were okay defensively, and uh, we got them to miss some shots. And offensively, we were good enough last night to, to do something. So it's just fun when uh, when you got a total team effort. You know, Evan Hammer was outstanding on the glass. Uh, he was really good in the second half. Peyton Wardell came in off the bench early in that game. You know, he'd been sick for sick for a week. and uh, So wasn't quite sure, you know, first time getting back in the swing of things. And he came in and was really a spark plug for us. And I got a bunch of old boards. It was really good defensively. Uh, you know, Bryce. Bryce hit five or six threes last night and looked good shooting it. Was confident all night, you know. Uh, so definitely a, a team effort, and it's always fun when uh, you know we don't have to rely on one or two people to do things. It's it's everybody contributing and, and getting stops. You know, Trey Hunter and uh, Peyton Wardell did a really nice job on uh, Ballard's best shooter last night. Held him to six points, averages eighteen points, and. He was the reason that we got beat at their place. So uh, Trey Hunter, uh, you know, was trying to face guard him and take him out of the game and did a really nice job. And Peyton Wardell was the other guy on there. So once again, it was it was a good week. Uh, looking forward to keeping it rolling. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. And I tell you what, I, I love the comment you made in the post game on Friday night. And that was you got number one Bondurant for all you said. If the guys can't be excited to go down and play the number one ranked team in their class and, and maybe give them their first loss of the season, then uh, um, you wonder. But I have a feeling this group of guys certainly be ready for that matchup. And with the way you guys have played, you're going to have that chance to go down there and give them their first loss. Tell you what, Coach, appreciate you joining us. We've got Nick down there on Tuesday night with you. Have a great weekend and thanks for everything. Congrats on the week. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate the coverage, like always. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team. We'll stop away take a break. We're going to talk Carroll girls basketball. Head coach Katie Cook set to join us next here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right. Guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. Remember, 1-800-786-9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify. Carroll girls basketball team had a busy week this last week with the three games and taking on winter set on the road Tuesday, then coming home Thursday and Friday for Harlan and Ballard, a couple of ranked teams. Winter set ranked earlier this season before they lost one of their top players, if not their best player for the rest of the season. Joining us to talk about Carroll Tiger girls basketball is head coach Katie Cook. And as always, coach, it's good to catch up with you. Always. Uh, 
Always, every time, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love interviews, Coach, but uh, you're so good at them, so it's always enjoyable getting to talk to you. Um, <laughs> I, I love talking to you, too. <laughs> Let's start with Thursday. Um, 14 made three-pointers, six of them uh, in the first quarter alone. Um, you guys came up huge every time Harlan made a run. You got up 16. Uh, they cut it to six, and Bailey Schulte comes off of the bench and nails a three, and you build the lead back up, and then late in the game, they cut it to, to eight, I think, again, and, and you guys able to hold them off, and you pull away to a 23-point victory against the 15th-ranked team in the state. Uh, man, what a performance on Thursday night. Oh, it was, um, yeah, we were feeling it. Um, it was fun. It was nice to see our seniors go out, um, you know, in one of their last home games and and just shoot shoot lights out. Did you get did you get a scent from this group before the game that that was going to happen or when the start shots started to kind of fall? And it was more than one person. Uh, Cam Shabel had a bunch of them, but, you, had, you know, Caitlin Aiden and, and uh, Maddie Tuning and, as I said, Bailey Schulte, Mackenzie Johnson hits one late for you guys. So it seemed like everybody kind of got into it. They did. You know, I, I knew we were going to see a zone, so I kind of told the girls we're going to let it fly tonight. Um but honestly, watching them <laughs> and shoot around and warm up and stuff, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but um, yeah, I was just happy for the girls. It looks, uh, looking back, it looks like we shot fifty-three percent from the three-point line. And you, I texted you on, on Thursday night. Uh, it wasn't for sure uh, if if that was a, a score record for for games for a team and mm-hmm. you know in a game with fourteen made. But if it's not, it's got to be really close, does it not? It's got to be, and you know, I looked, I looked, and so mostly individual stats have been logged, and and that team stat I wasn't able to find. So I'll have to do some some digging when I have more free time and see um, <laughs> if that is a record or or so we can get it on the books if it is. Absolutely. Coach, one thing to, about that game Thursday night, everybody wants to talk about probably the 14 threes and the great offensive game. You guys locked them up, I thought, def- defensively extremely well. I was yeah, I was proud of our defensive effort. Um, and Madison Tuning, another like great, tremendous defensive effort yes. by her. She did a great job for us. Um, we were we were honed in mostly on on their post play. We we're going to double the post. Um, I think they came in averaging about fifty one points a game. Um, and anytime we can hold a team under that average, we're we're happy. Coach, did you feel like you had tired legs at all going into that matchup against Ballard on on Friday after the kids had played so hard on Thursday night, or did you feel like that team was pretty fresh? For the most part, I think we were pretty fresh. Um, There were some girls that didn't get much of a break Thursday night and then, you know, have another to roll again Friday um, and not get much of a break there either. I think maybe some of them were feeling it by the end, but... um, I mean, you wouldn't know. Uh, the, the girls played their hearts out, and it was a tough loss. Yeah, you take uh, Ballard, who's ranked fifth to overtime, outscoring them 13-3 to in the fourth quarter. Shea Sennard ties it. You get an opportunity late. Uh, overtime didn't go your way. Tough third quarter. I still look at the third quarter, even if, if, if the overtime happened. That third quarter where they outscored you 16-1, to was that the difference in the game? Yeah, absolutely. We've got to figure out how to solve that third quarter puzzle. It's kind of stumped us all year. Um, so yeah, and we just we just couldn't find a way to score. You know, when a team switches their defense a little bit on us coming out of the half, we we struggled to adjust at times. 
Let's bounce back to the winter set game Tuesday night. Uh, ended up falling 46-35. to 35. You guys struggled to score, and it always seems to happen this way. They had a girl that hadn't hardly made a three-point shot all year, and I think you said she made four of them that night. She hadn't made that many all season. So somebody who you weren't counting on to, to, to step up and have a big game for them had one. Right, right, and um, took us off guard. We weren't, unfortunately, able to bounce back from that. Um and yeah, ended up with the loss on the road. But, you know, that's how it goes, and, and that's the game. You've just got to um, battle the other team's runs with runs of your own, and, and we, we were cold. Um, they play a tough zone, uh, shot 36% from the field is all, and had 17 turnovers, and you just can't uh, have that many turnovers and expect to pull out a win against, you know, a, a tough winner's that team. The thing I like about this club, though, coaches, is they compete. Uh, they don't ever seem to take time off. Do you see that from this team every day in practice where they, they just put in the work? Yeah, for the most part, um, they come ready to get after it, and we, we kind of make it our theme to just get better every day, even if it's just a little bit. Bondurant for our on the road Tuesday. We'll have Nick Brinks down there to broadcast for you guys. Um, what are you looking at with them? If I remember right from last night, they've got some size a little bit. Correct. Um, they have good size, good post play, and they actually have a, a pretty quick guard that was, um, I think she was sick early on in the year, pneumonia possibly, and and so kind of had a slow start, but since um, Christmas after Christmas break, she's been coming on strong for them. What do you got to do to go there and get a win? Probably not turn it over and shoot well two of the things? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, I think we just get, you got to go um, focused. It's a long bus ride, um, so we just have to go um, treat it like a business trip, make sure we uh, execute our game plan, Hope, fingers crossed we shoot well. Well, Coach, as always, appreciate you joining us. Best of luck coming up on Tuesday. And if I remember right, I'll have to look at my schedule to double check. But I think I have you guys at home next Friday. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. All right, Coach. We wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Thanks. You too. You bet. Head Coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls basketball team. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. That's coming up next. We're going to talk with Andrew Klink, the Kemper Girls basketball coach. That's next here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning. There are a lot of employment options out there. You want full-time work with excellent pay and awesome benefits because you're worth it. Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers at their Carroll and Corning locations. And you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call now. 402-417-5975. That's 402-417-5975. Or go to DarlingII.com and find out that you're worth a lot more to Darling Ingredients. Kemper Girls basketball coach Andrew Klink joining us on this Saturday morning here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Knights had a, I'm not going to say an easy week, but just a one game this week. They bled last night uh, falling to number 13 Lewis Central. Coach, it seemed like there for a while you guys were playing about four games a week. Uh, getting one game just this week, uh, I don't know. How do you call that week? Is it a comfortable week? Is it a good week to work on things? How do you call that week? <laughs> well, it was definitely a change of pace from, uh, there from what go. we were used to the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I, we, we went back on Monday, um, you know, just talked about how we need to, you know, work on the little things, um, defensively, offensively, the fundamentals. Um, and all week we kind of, we harped on that. Um, we got up and down a little bit, 
you know, against ourselves to to kind of put those pressure situations on ourselves. And, uh, you know, it's a good time to, to, to really kind of revamp, you know, where you're at and, and, and kind of perfect your craft. Did you like how you came out last night against a really good Lewis Central team? You know, I I really thought we did. You know, defensively, we, we struggled a little bit um, against, you know, probably one of the best shooters in the Hawkeye 10. Um, and then, you know, offensively, we had some really good looks. We just couldn't get them to fall. Um, we were attacking the zone. We were, you know, we were, we were matching their physicality. Um, and I would say it's the first two quarters. Uh, you know, keeping ourselves in the game, uh, we – we talked about you know making some adjustments defensively, uh, and 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 we did so. Um, you know, <clears throat> it just comes down to for them. It's for our girls. Just hey, you know, we've got to communicate. Communication is key. We can't just sit there and, and be quiet. Um, and, and when we started doing that, we had some success. Who went out and played well for you last night, especially after taking a week off? Did you see any rust, or did, or did everybody kind of go out and, and give you some good minutes? You know, honestly, we might be better off playing the four games in five days schedule. <laughs> um, you know, I I don't think we were rusty. I think we just um, we weren't up to uh, to speed. Um, you know, Lewis Central they're they're a solid team. They've won ten in a row um, against some some really good competition. Um, and I don't think we came out rusty. I think it was just more or less, whoa, like they're you know from the opening tip, like here we go. And I, I think we caught we got caught off a little um, off guard, and um, you know. I think that maybe led into what the second half um, presented itself in, where we kind of struggled getting to the hoop and, and attacking their zone, um, you know, attacking their pressure um, with a purpose, with, with confidence. Um, so I don't know if it was rust. I think it was more or less just, you know, getting smacked in the mouth, and we hadn't felt that in, the, you know, since since last week. So it was it was like, hey, you know, we got to wake up, we got to play basketball. Where's your offense at right now at this point of the season? We're literally a couple of weeks away from from the postseason, so pretty comfortable with the way you guys are executing offensively. You know, um, I, the girls the girls are buying in. Um, you know, we we get great looks from the outside when we feed the inside. Um, we get great looks at the inside when we when we look to attack. We get that ball, you know, moving around the perimeter when we when we get ourselves to the middle and we can find our, our teammates, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing the floor a lot better, um, you know, from where we started with uh, at the beginning of the year. And I think a lot of that comes down to the girls just kind of day in, day out, like, Hey, you know, it can't just be a, a one pass and let it fly. It can't be a, you know, um, you know, I'm going to just dribble as much as I possibly can. It's, you know, get my teammates involved. You know, when I put the ball on the floor, I'm putting on the ball on the floor to do something with it. Um, and, you know, I think, I would say I'm not satisfied just because uh, that's kind of our mantra is we're, we're never satisfied with a rat. You know, we can always get better. Um, but I have seen um, sig- significant improvements um, from the beginning of the year to where we're at now, um, more or less from just going to the rim and finishing with a purpose. You mentioned the, the second half last night, just five in the third quarter. Uh, I know you ended up losing by 32, but was the, was the third quarter really the difference in the game last night? It was, and you know, honestly, a lot of it was um, that that inability to handle um, the pressure. And you know, props to them; they they they're a very high basketball IQ team. Uh, Coach Hannafin's got them in in a great position as far as you know playing basketball and understanding the game. And uh, you know, we struggled with that. I don't know the exact um, amount of transition points that we gave up, but I would say that we probably gave up a good chunk of the points that we did give up in that third quarter in transition off of turnovers. Um, you know, and I think that was just. Um, an understanding of we've got to be stronger with the ball. 
Uh, we've got to be able to, you know, get the ball out of our hands when, when we're getting trapped, when we're getting pressure, um, you know, on the wings. We've got to be able to look to, to move that basketball. And when we do move it, um, you know, good things happen. Um, we didn't really um, change what we were doing as far as um, an offensive mindset because we were getting looks. It was just a matter of we got to handle pressure. we got to get the ball towards the hoop, not away from it. Coach, you guys get a chance to bounce back next week. You get two games. Uh, you get uh, Harlan at home. You knock them off down there in a really good performance here right out of the Christmas break. And then um, you get to travel that nice long trip down to Shenandoah on Friday. But um, you got to feel like two really winnable games, which will really help you guys in the conference standings. Yeah, you know, honestly, both teams have been playing good basketball. Um, you know, Shen's got some length. Um, the green girl, uh, she's she's a she's a really good post player, um, and you know, as a collective group, I think they they believe in what they're doing. Their their process is, um, you know, kind of, hey, we gotta you know stick our feet in the dirt and we just gotta keep going. Um, you know, Harlan is is Harlan. They're they're tough. I mean, they got they got guards, they got post players. Um, it's a battle, um, and that's what I love about the Hawkeye Ten. You know, we close it out, and they're just gonna these two games are gonna continue to make us better. Um, and prepares for you know the next step, which is you know postseason. So, you know, two opportunities, two uh, two chances to to uh, to get a couple of wins going into the regional. Um, you know, for us, the biggest thing is Monday we're going to focus on us. We're going to work on a couple of things, um, and Tuesday we're going to you know take care of business. We're not worried about Shenandoah on Friday. We're worried about you know can we better ourselves on Tuesday night. Well, Coach, as always, it's good to catch up with you. Appreciate all the time you give us here at Carroll Broadcasting. Enjoy the weekend. Best of luck coming up next week. And looking forward to catching up with you again. You bet. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate what you do for us. You bet. Head Coach Andrew Klink again with the Kipper Girls basketball team. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show coming up next here on KCIM. Becoming a professional race car driver takes time. Quitting smoking does, too. It's not about stopping in one day. It's about starting with day one. Get the resources and support you need to quit smoking at cancer.org slash smokeout. Let's talk a little Kemper boys basketball. Joining us right now is head coach Sean Minahan. And coach, as always, uh, it's good to catch up with you. Yeah, thank you. Coach, uh, you guys went out last night, played a good physical Lewis Central Ball Club. Uh, tough night shooting for you, the way it looks. Uh, ended up, I uh, see, shooting about uh, 35% uh, from the field. Um, really struggled from the three-point line. Uh, one of 18 on the night. That's rare for you guys uh, to, to struggle. Was it something they did defensively, or was last night just one of those nights? Uh, you got to give the give them all the credit. They were very physical with us. Um, on the perimeter, they uh, put a lot of pressure on the ball. Um, they guarded shooters extremely well. We didn't get very many clean looks. And then by the time we got clean looks, our where our confidence wasn't there, our rhythm wasn't there. So, uh, it, yeah, it was a struggle. How did the guys try to counter that? Could, were they able to get into the lane, or, or, or how were you guys able to get some shots offensively? Um, a lot of turnovers. Um, we had 19 turnovers. Um, you know, we we kept trying. We wanted to try to beat them down the floor. Um, from a just transition standpoint, we didn't do a very good job of that. Um, we had trouble getting in. You know, touches into the paint just off the dribble. They were really good. They were really physical and quick, and um, with their on-ball defense. And then we had trouble guys getting guys to move consistently to get open. Um, talked about setting screens, um, off-ball screens, and just uh, it just didn't translate. 
You guys are down uh, 31 to 19 at the half. Uh, looked like you bounced back a little bit in the third quarter. What started to work a little better then? Uh, Tavanami and Dragon Biter brought some good energy for us off the bench. Um, got some stops. We're able to find some success. They were they were able to get Tay had, was able to get to the rim a couple of times. Um, Dragon got had had some nice takes into the mid range game, but. Um, yeah, honestly, that was, that was pretty much the highlight. Those two did a really nice job in the third quarter. Made a run, uh, got it down to 10, got a couple looks from three in one possession. We had two air balls. It just, it was just wasn't, it wasn't our night when it came to some of those things. So. Coach, you mentioned Tragen and, and Tay. I've, you and I have chatted briefly about those guys in some of the post games of games that I've called for you guys this year. But um, Tragen always plays hard, especially on the defensive end, and he's got really nice offensive skills. And Tay, one of those guys, physically goes out there, and, and the kid just works hard. Uh, those two guys seem to provide a spark for you guys every night. Yeah, they're you know they're competitors. They don't like to lose. They're going to go out and and try to do work really hard on doing the little things, which is nice to have for guys coming in off the bench to to provide you that spark. Coach, we got to bounce back. Your other game this past week was on Saturday. You went over to the Gilbert tournament. That's a really good tournament every year. Um, you got a Pella team. Their record may not look what it like it does some years. Their traditional power, uh, bigger school. They're eight and six after uh, their win against you guys, uh, 58-55. Um, that one looks like it was tight kind of the whole way through. You guys up early. They kind of came back at the halftime and, and grabbed the lead. And then uh, tight, tight, I think, going into the fourth quarter and they were able to just uh, edge ahead of you guys or maybe they were up two at the at the end of the third but uh, uh just uh, just a tight game all the way through yeah um it was you know back and forth the we are off to a great start we had five assists in the first we scored our first five possessions on and all five were on assists um and then i think missed on a couple and then got another bucket off of an assist um, so six of our eight, first eight possessions we scored on um, off of an, getting an assist. So we were doing a good job there. Uh, and then they were able to just kind of hang around. We, I thought we did a really good job defensively that game. Um, when it came to guarding through the first shot, the problem was we really struggled to get the rebound um, after they shot the ball and they were getting second, third opportunities. They had, I think, 11 or 12 offensive rebounds just in the first half of that game. Um, we did a better job in the second half, but just uh, critical times they were able to um, get a put back. They hit a couple. They didn't shoot a lot, make a lot of threes. I think they made six threes for the game, which is, you know, a decent amount, but uh, – and, and about what they normally shoot. It was just very timely on their part. Um, we got a couple of nice looks that didn't want to go for us, and – you know, I was really happy with the way our guys showed up and competed. It just, you know, play here, play there, um, consistently looking to box out because we're too often we're, you know, with the, especially without DJ, we're a little bit, a little bit smaller out there from depending on our lineups. And uh, you know, we got to be more physical looking for box outs when we when we have smaller lineups out there. Coach, you guys uh, back in action now coming up on Tuesday. Uh, you got games Tuesday, Friday this upcoming week. Uh, you're home Tuesday night to Harlan down at Shenandoah uh, on Friday. Um, Harlan got you there um, here right after the Christmas break. So I'm um, looking for, I don't know if revenge is, is the right way, but uh, a bounce back in this game. You know, uh, you know, it, revenge was kind of the original plan, but right now we just, 
we we got a lot of work we got to get figured out before um, we get into postseason play. We've lost a couple of games with teams that were really physical with us, um, both on and off the ball. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure some things out and use this as a game to to get us right. And because uh, Lewis Central just uses the game plan Harlan had the first time, and um, they executed it extremely well. And so we're going to have to try to figure, do some things to try to figure that out before Tuesday's game. Coach, uh, just one day of practice, are you guys going to be able to slide something in today to kind of start game planning and, and getting that put in? No, we're just, when, when we'll go Monday's practice. Uh, usually I like to try to give them the guys a day off when we can. Um, we've been going pretty hard. We had just the one game really this past week, but uh uh, got a lot of shots up this week, and wish it would have, you know, shown in our game last night. It didn't, uh, but we'll, we'll just kind of step away, take a deep breath, and kind of come back to work because we've done a lot of good things this year. We need to focus on the good things, but um, also be aware of what we still got a long ways to go if we want to be the team. Um, Friday was tough because that was a opportunity to essentially lock up a conference championship mm-hmm. and, and that didn't happen. So now we're looking at a second place finish or, or essentially a third place finish because with, with Harlan and Denison both sitting at one conference loss. So um, it's disappointing, but hopefully it'll kind of, um, we'll see what our kids are made of. So we'll see how we want to respond with it. We can either feel sorry for ourselves or we could show up and, and play better basketball. Well, Coach, I didn't want to have to bring that up to you, but uh, thanks for kind of mentioning <laughs> that. I, I know that's a, a yeah. tough one to take. So I tell you what, yeah, I, yeah, I know this team's going to be fine, Coach. I got so much faith in these guys. I, I, I know how good and talented this team is. Uh, I, I see a quick turnaround coming up for you guys here very soon, and, and you'll get things rolling before the playoffs start. So enjoy the weekend if you can. I know you're going to be doing a lot of film study because I know how hard you work. So I appreciate all the time you give us. Uh, best a lot coming up on Tuesday. Tuesday night and enjoy any part of the weekend you can. Yeah, thank you. Head coach Sean Manahan again with the Kemper Boys basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, we are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Back here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show, talking a little Carol Boy swimming right now. Joining us is Deb Danner, the head coach, of course, of the Tigers. Hard to believe, Deb, that uh, the regular season beginning to wind down. You guys are down to just a couple of meets. Yeah, it's it's hard to imagine. We are. This is it. This is that was our last regular season meet. We are getting ready for districts now. Let's talk a little bit about how the week went. Uh, we'll start Thursday night. You guys hosted Spencer Senior Night. Um, only one of the three your seniors able to attend, uh, and that was Timothy Dose. But uh, went well. You guys picked up the win. I know the guy's a little tired. It's hell week, so they've been putting in a lot of yardage, but uh, went out and swam, I think, as hard as they could. Yeah, you know, if you don't tell them that they're supposed to be tired, then they're not tired. So, <laughs> so that always works out in my favor for that. But yeah, they they've been they've been busting their humps all week, and uh, you know, they we jumped in Thursday for our meet, and they did an amazing job. So I'm really proud of them. 
What stood out for you? Any events, uh, relays I thought were really impressive. I know you needed some of those. They had to spend, Spencer had a one really, really good swimmer. So you needed at times to go out and get off to quick starts and able to do that in some of the relays. Yeah, you know, uh, we really try to stack that two free relay knowing um, we'd have one swimmer in there that doesn't normally swim that relay. Um, so, I, you know, I put my three strong ones up front and said, go out and, and get us a great lead. And, and they did a great job with it. And we ended up winning that relay. So that was exciting. That was like one of the most exciting races we had all night. So um, that was a lot of fun to watch. But um, yeah, you know, we, we really mixed up the events a lot tonight. Uh, we had kids swimming events they've never swam before. So, um, you know, they did great with them. That was fun. They were excited to swim them and they were excited when they got done and and I mean you can't ask for more than that that it was just a great night I'm guessing though nobody's gonna stay in those events that uh, nobody swam well enough to stay in those events or did they no <laughs> no I'd stay there we, we got other events for them uh, it was just fun to, to let them swim some events they haven't swam before so um, yeah it, it was a lot of, you know they were pretty excited about it so We'll do it again some next year. I got to bring up one guy. We've talked a lot about him, Legan Cease. I, I've heard a lot about him. Thursday was the first time I got a chance to see him swim. He just looks natural. There, there's not a, a he, he looks so smooth in the water. There's not a movement that's not one that's needed. Right. He is. He's a, he's a natural swimmer, and we're just trying to make him faster and develop him a little bit more. And, yeah, I mean, the, the kid is just amazing. So, uh, you know, he's a freshman. So we get three more years of that boy. So I, I'm excited about that. So, yeah, he, he is. He's, it doesn't matter where you put him. He does great. Two, last Saturday, you guys went down to Lewis Central. Um, I think a fifth-place finish, if I remember correctly, uh, down there as a team. You knew it was going to be a, a good field, and you weren't for sure how good some of the teams are going to be because there's some, some Omaha and some Nebraska schools that swim in there that you guys don't see all the time. Right. So what did you take away from last Saturday? Yeah, you know, um, actually they did better than I thought they would, um, so that was just really fun to see. Uh, they did a great job, you know, and and we had already been starting to, to go hard in our practices. So, um, you know, a few of the boys came out with some personal best times. That was great to see. And, yeah, you know, it, it was it's, it's always a fun meet when you get to see people you don't yep. normally ever see and, and see what they got. And, um, and I think the boys are excited about that, too. So it, it was a, a really fun meet for them. And, you know, we do it every year. So they have that to look forward every year. <laughs> Coach, uh, where is this team sitting right now? With, as you said, state qualifying right around the corner. Where you want them to be? I know it's hell week, so they're continuing to put in that hard work. Right. You know, no, they're they're doing a great job. Um, their times are, are showing up right where they need to be. And, um, yeah, you know, as long as we hit our taper well, they're going to have a great district meet. How much of the tough stuff is left before you get into the taper? Um, we're ready for the taper. <laughs> we're ready to go. We, we just finished out Hell Week, and Monday is going to seem like we're still in Hell Week, and Tuesday will probably still feel like that, and then after that they'll start feeling really good. How you feeling about state qualifying meet? Um, what do you guys got to do to completely be ready? And then what do you got to do to get as many events through as you can? Yeah, it's just, um, gosh, I don't know. You, you just got to hope. I'm, I'm just nervous about the whole thing. Every year I'm nervous about the whole thing. Um, it's like, did we prepare well enough or are we behind where we need to be? But I mean, every year they, they pull it off. They do a great job. So. Um, yeah, 
I'll, I'll be nervous right up until. <laughs> Coach, I want to talk about the three seniors here and let you kind of talk about them a little bit. Timothy Dose, who is there on Thursday night, Caleb Blair and Nick Wibke. Uh, they were at an ac academic decathlon, so yeah. not able to be there. Um, but this three seniors, so what, is the, what have those seniors meant for this team and for you this year? Yeah, you know, they've been a great part of the team. Um, you know, they're, they're always there. They're swimming what they need to swim. Uh, they work their butts off in practice. So they're um, helping lead the team. And, you know, they're, they're, they were a great addition to the team. They'll be missed, absolutely. Um, you know, I love having those guys on the team. But, uh, you know, they're off to bigger and better things now. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it, we go through this every year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, it'll be all right. You know, they'll, they'll do great. They'll come back and see us again, and, uh, and we'll love having them back. But, um, you know, they, they, they're all three very hard workers. They, like I said, they, they put in the work. They, they did what I asked them to do. So that's all I can ask. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Congrats on the win Thursday. Best of luck coming up state qualifying. We'll talk to you again here soon. All right. Thank you. Head Coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Boys Swim Team back with more from the MC Coach Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Camper boys wrestling teams have been extremely busy, and that's going to continue today as they uh, got the Hawkeye 10 Conference Tournament coming up on this Saturday. The Knights were in, in action last Saturday as they were over at uh, the I-35 Tournament. On Thursday, uh, the Knights were down at Harlan with AHST of Oak, Walnut and Red Oak. And then on Tuesday, uh, the Knights were also in action. So a very, very busy week as they were down at Harlan on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Coach, appreciate you joining us here today actually you guys were over at denison on tuesday coach uh, against glenwood and denison slice week but busy week so i appreciate the time here today yeah absolutely it's going fast it is it is it's hard to believe that uh, conferences this week state qualifying meets coming up here very very soon how do you feel like things are going right now where do you think this team's at uh, as the postseason's right around the corner and with the conference tournament today i feel pretty good about where we're at uh you know we've been a little little sick, a little banged up here and there, but I think we're starting to kind of pull things together at the right time. So I feel pretty good about the team that we're rolling out with for, you know, conference today and then what we can put on the mat in a couple of days when, with the district tournament as well. Let's uh, let's kind of briefly recap then Thursday night. That was the last time you guys were on the mats. Uh, you went down to Harlan, uh, AHST of Oka Walnut, Harlan, and Red Oak down there. Uh, you guys fell to a really good AHST of Oka Walnut team, uh, able to get by a Red Oak uh, and uh, ended up losing to Harlan in a tight one. How did the guys wrestle, and, and did anything surprise you at all? Uh, I was impressed with AHS. Um, you know, I knew they were a strong team, but – they had some guys that I think wrestled better than their record. And, you know, they're, they're a team that has been having a lot of success this year. So, um, you know, like I said, I was just impressed with them. Um, we wrestled all right. You know, I don't think it was our best showing of the year. But at the same time, this week compared to where we were way earlier in the season, I do feel a lot better. Um, and, you know, if you're going to have a down night, rather it be there than Saturday at Hawkeye 10 or, you know, a couple Saturdays from now when we're at the district tournament. So, going to happen sometimes but uh we're, we're going to bounce back from it pretty well today i think will healy uh had a good day for you on thursday going undefeated he seems to be wrestling really well right now yeah he is he's really kind of you know he's always been talented um now he's got the confidence to back it up and 
it's been paying off for him. He's looking really good. Let's uh, bounce to Tuesday here on this busy week. Uh, you guys in, in Glenwood over at Denison. Glenwood get you 60-24, uh, to 24, but you do knock off Denison 47-30 uh, to 30, uh, and really dominated the early part of that matchup with the Denison slash week. Riley Parkas uh, won by Tech Fall, and then you had Joe Klein win by Fall. Uh, you had a decision win for Jake Houseman 6-4 in a tight match, and then a couple of three dominant really uh, wins by Fall with uh, Kent Sanders, Tate Barrett, and, and Will Healy. So a uh, really good start there against Dennis and Slashwick. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, you know, the the match result looks good on paper, but there were a few of those situations where we didn't wrestle as uh, as clean as we needed to. Um, got a little sloppy, kind of put ourselves in danger a few times, but at the end of the day, we got the job done. So coming out with a dual win there felt pretty good. How do you talk to that to the kids about that then, Coach? Hey, you won. You might even have won by fall, but here's some things you still need to correct because you could get yourself in trouble with somebody else if you continue to do that. So, how, how do those kind of conversations go for you, coaches, and, and with the kids? Yeah, you know, win or lose, it's kind of one of those where at the end of the night we used to ask them like, "Hey, are you as good as you can be right now?" And you know, the answer's been no all year. Where no matter no matter win or lose, we have stuff we need to work on. We have a lot of stuff to clean up. So. We can't be too happy just getting, you know, sneaking out a pin or getting a close win in uh, in a duel still midway through the season. So they know that we got stuff to clean up on, and, you know, they're coming in and watching film and asking where they need to be working. So I think our mindset's kind of in the right place. Coach uh, Riley Park is sitting in the top five right now. I think he was third uh, in the latest rankings that I saw. Uh, this is a young guy that uh, podium probably not the only thing he's striving for um, here in a few weeks. Yeah, he's got some pretty big goals. Um, I mean, he knows what he's capable of. We all know what he's capable of. But, again, anything can happen these next couple of weeks. So we got to go out and just one match at a time and take care of business. Coach, you hate to bring up a bad thing, but uh, you guys, I thought, wrestled well Saturday. You probably will tell me. But uh, a sixth-place finish over at I-35 where I feel bad for you was I was hoping that maybe you guys would get high enough that you'd crawl into the rankings and get into the regional duels. That didn't quite happen. But uh, And Saturday was probably the last day to really make that jump. But how did you feel like things went last Saturday over at I-35 with a pretty strong field over there? Yeah, I felt I felt all right about our performance Saturday. Um, we had a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys placed well. Um, you know, team score wise, we finished about where we were last year. But last year we had three finalists, and we you know we had the three finalists, and then kind of a drop off after that with not a whole lot of place winners. And here we only had one guy in the finals. He did end up winning the tournament, but we had a lot of guys wrestling back and winning on the consolation side and pulling out matches that you know in weeks before we probably would have lost, but we're finding ways to get a win. So. I felt good about the way we performed there. Um, yeah, you bring up, you know, the dual ranking thing there. And we we did kind of feel that it was our last chance to make an impression, um, even though, you know, dual scoring and tournament scoring are very different. But we knew that would reflect. And I feel we performed well. And I think we would have, uh, you know, I, I would have liked to have a spot in that top 24. But at the end of the day, you can only control so much. And just got to focus on the next best thing for us, which is getting guys through the, the district tournament. Coach, let me ask you here. Um, you, you know, you guys are fine moving on. Does not getting into this, the, the, the regional dual tournaments, does that put a little spark into this club heading down to the Hawkeye 10 today? We should. Honestly, it should. Um, you know, we're, I keep reminding the guys, like, you guys are a dang good team. You're, we got tough guys every weight, you know, and that's something where didn't get the recognition of a dual team. Um, our name showed up in the honorable mention or the, you know, 
next team's out, whatever they call it. But yep. so that's kind of it's cool to get that little bit of recognition. But we we miss out on the opportunity to gain a few extra duels from it. But at the end of the day, you know, if we get a handful of guys down the state, that's only going to help us going into next year and going to kind of put a nice cap on this year. So we just got to got to keep wrestling. Can't hang our head because we didn't get voted into a pool. Um, so we just got to keep wrestling. What are you thinking about with the uh, Hawkeye 10 today? How's that thing break down for you guys? And, and what's, I know the goal is probably to go down there, win a bunch of titles and bring home a, a team championship as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's always the goal. Um, we have a lot and the kind of fun part about this tournament is there are a lot of guys there that we've wrestled over the course of the year. So we kind of know what to expect from that. And they're hoping to, to widen the gap in a few areas or close the gap in others. But also, a lot of lineups are different than we saw these teams, so we get new experiences out there, and just a really good test. Um, Hawkeye Tens is a strong wrestling tournament, and it's a great kind of final measuring stick before heading into districts. So, show us a few last-minute things we need to work on or kind of display improvements that we've made since we've seen these guys last. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck down there today. So much appreciate your time joining us here today. Best of luck, and looking forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, thank you very much. Head Coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kemper Boys Wrestling Team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. I think it's just vapor. Vaping is safer than smoking, isn't it? One vape pod has as much nicotine as one pack of cigarettes. Get your head out of the cloud. Talk to your kid about vaping. Visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Carroll Boys wrestling team had a very busy last week, but an outstanding week, which is making their season even busier as they call for the, qualify for the state regional dual tournament. Joining us on this Saturday morning, head coach Eric Noggle. And coach, it's always good to catch up with you. Congrats on a great week. Thank you. It's, it's been a busy one, but it's starting to show a lot of hard work paying off. So very excited for the kids. Yeah, and you guys have had a really good week. We're going to talk about kind of here just how the week has went. Thursday, uh, you guys went over to Boone along with the Webster City, uh, went 1-1 one and one on the night, beating Boone 52-20, to 20, falling to Webster City 41-12. to 12. Tuesday, you guys were down in Creston that night. Long road trip took on uh, Harlan, Lewis Central, and Creston that night. Uh, rolled by Harlan 60-20. to 20. 21 blew up uh, kind of Lewis Central a little bit, 65 to 10. Uh, fell to a really good Creston and ranked team, 42 to 24. And then if we go all the way back to last Saturday, you guys wrapped up your two-day tournament over at uh, Ida Grove at the Herb Ergrens. Uh, and, and with a third-place finish over there, I, I think it was that that pushed you guys into the top 24 rankings and uh, got you into the state regional dual tournament. And you're going to be wrestling here coming up on the 31st uh, over at Webster City. You get Crestwood Cresco in that open round so busy week but a really good week i think for you guys yeah yeah it's been a it's been a busy week and i mean it's kind of a good thing we didn't wrestle that thursday before the Oregon's tournament because we would add you know top our top ranked winner set and carlisle in there too so um it hasn't been an easy road for us you know uh, the kids have been working hard and and uh the the hard work starting to pay off and we told the guys it's kind of the end of the grind of january and it's kind of given a test where we're at and you know there's a few moments a few things in there you know i think we probably could have wrestled a little better against creston and and webster city i thought we wrestled well just didn't come out our way and you know we're going to see them at region hopefully see them at regional duels we got to get past cresco first but you know this is kind of kind of how the monster is do you like getting to see Webster City potentially before a matchup with them in regional duels? And also, if I remember correctly, they're they're in your state qualifying meet coming up here soon. So an opportunity to see them ahead of when it may really count. 
Yeah, we, we, we see them early in the beginning of the first tournament of the year. So we see them at Dallas Center Grimes, and then we see a little bit of them at the Perry tournaments. So we get our little bits of Webster City here and there, you know, but to see them in their team lineup is always nice. And they jumped in a couple of years ago with us wrestling Boone. They had an open date, and it was always nice to kind of see us and, and uh, get a little different action with them. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't expect to have to wrestle them, you know, on Thursday and then wrestle them again. Next Tuesday, we have the opportunity to wrestle them next Tuesday and then wrestle them for at districts, you know, to qualify for state. So, I mean, it's a good it's, it's good because it kind of lets you know where you're at, but it's also bad because it kind of lets you know where you're at and what you have to do. But sometimes that weighs on kids, and, then, you know, then you got to battle the mental side of that of, you know, what do I got to do to beat that person? Because, you know, you got to get top two at districts to go to state. You know, it's kind of like the 3A format, which we're used to in the past. But, you know, some of our kids here in the lineup have, you know, it's not another week. And this is the finality of it to get to that, you know, to get to the state tournament. It's a one-weekend deal. And, you know, so that kind of weighs on the kids a little bit. So we got to do a pretty good job of managing that and, and staying in matches, but I thought I thought it gave us an idea. They bumped some guys around when we wrestled them on Thursday, so we have an idea of what it is, but we don't have an overall idea. Some of the kids will have matchups, but some of the kids we won't have matchups. They move their their guys against some of our guys, and and uh, to go head to head with the, um, some of the higher quality with theirs, with the higher quality of ours, and you know just to kind of see what would happen in that. And they and they got the best of us there, but we wrestled a, a, a good a good duel against them, I think. Coach, how excited were you guys last week? Did, did that third place finish last Saturday over the two-day tournament uh, at Ida Grove? Did that kind of lock it into your mind that that got you guys that matchup into this into the regional duels? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Us finishing top three in that that tournament opened up eyes of, of people on the western side of the state as well as the eastern side, and I think I think it might have got us some votes in there. So, um, and, and you know that that's. Now that it's in the hands of coaches and things like that, it's not in the hands of, you know, districts and things like that. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I don't. I mean, I've had it both ways, but it is what it is. And and we we the problem is you got to meet those teams. And with us not wrestling winners that Thursday, we knew we had to get top three at that tournament to be able to to do to hopefully get open up enough eyes to get to, to get votes that we that we needed. And we did. I mean, I think we're. I was hoping we'd get a little bit higher, but we got where we were, and all we ever wanted was a chance, and that's what I told the kids. All we needed is a chance and an opportunity, and, and we're given that, and we're going to take the best the best of those opportunities and, and go out and, and try our best and do, do what we can. That's all we ask is just, just give us a shot, and, and we, we were given a shot, and hopefully we, we expand on it and do well. Coach, you guys get Crestwood Cresco, as we mentioned, in the opening round of the regional duels. If I remember right, they're ranked eighth, and, and Webster City was seventh. Have you guys seen those guys overall? What do you know about them going into the matchup on Tuesday? I have not seen Cresco. I mean, they're, they're a little far away. I don't even know where, I don't even know where they're located, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, so... Um, we we've never seen them. I don't think I've ever had a match against a Cresco kid. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I know Creston. Um, we wrestled them the other night, and they took it to us pretty good there too as well. But um, they they got some film on some Cresco kids, so hopefully we can get some information from them and some some ideas. And you know, you get film, you get to see what they do, kind of sort of here and there, just an idea. But in the end, it really we just got to do what we do best and put ourselves in positions and and take advantage of those opportunities. And that's what we're going to kind of do against them. Like I said, I, I don't know much about them. I know they got some great guys in there and, 
you know, it, it is what it is, and we're, we're going to try to scrap it out and do the best we can. Uh, Coach, uh, I know I've mentioned Cooper Ludwig a couple of times, but uh, I, I wanted to bring him up here towards the end of the interview here. Uh, had to wrestle against uh, Ty Kodam again to Sergeant Bluff Luton, who was ranked number two in the state uh, for the championship uh, over at Ida Grove last Saturday. Picked up a second win against him this season. Um, Coop, is he wrestling about as well as he can, or is there still more growth for this guy? Um. I, I, yeah, I, I think Cooper's wrestling really well right now. He's he's very coachable. I mean, not that he wasn't before, but he he's 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 at this level now where he he knows he can compete with those guys, and he wants that action. He wants he wants the best guys on that team. And and ties ties a kid we wrestled before with Carter Drake and those guys, and to wrestle him a second time, we you know we kind of didn't know what to expect, but. I didn't have much answers for him at that time, and and Cooper's really adjusting to to what we're instilling on him. Um, Dan Drake and Taylor Burger have been working really, really hard with him, and and working on things that put Cooper in good positions. Cooper's kind of that kid that likes to go, 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 and at times you kind of got to hold him back a little bit and put him back on that that leash and, and just relax and 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 not try to take somebody's head off all the time because sometimes that gets him in trouble being a little more aggressive. So we're kind of adding some things and. Does he have room to grow? He, he's not even close to his potential yet. There's so much more this kid has to offer, and, and he's working hard, and there's a lot of guys jumping in there. But, yeah, he, he's growing, and he's, he's probably wrestling the best he has in a, in a, in a while right now. Little, little things to improve yet, but, you know, there's still some time on the clock yet, and he's still only a junior, so – well, Coach, I tell you what, I know you got the Raccoon River Conference coming up here today over at Gilbert. We wish you the best of luck there. Wish you the best of luck Tuesday with both of the matches and then hopefully advancing on to state to regional duels. We'll talk to you again next week, and uh, best of luck coming up this week. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything you do, and as always, go Tigers. Head coach again, Eric Nago with the Carroll Boys Wrestling Team, back with more from MCs coming up next here on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. That's going to wrap things up here at the MC Country Cafe Show Coaches Show. Thanks to Mark and everybody down at MC's for hosting again. Thanks to all of our coaches uh, for coming in, working with us over the phone today. Gary Schmitz, Sam Vanami, Randy Beeson, Katie Cook, Andrew Klink, Sean Minahan, Deb Danner, Shane Vaughn, and Eric Nogle. Again, you can find all of last night's results available on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report. Congrats again to all 11 of our area girls that made it down to the state uh, tournament again. Uh, don't forget forget we've got uh, some sports coming up for you today locally now again keep an eye on our website as any of the postponements and cancellations come in throughout the morning we'll try to get that up to date or we won't try we'll get that up to date for you so go to sports.1380kcim.com and again on the features drop down menu just click on sports schedule then click on the one that says saturday january the 28th in wrestling the south central calhoun boys dual tournament has been postponed until february 4th other wrestling tournaments still 
scheduled as of right now. Carroll Boys at the Raccoon River Conference Tournament. Kemper Boys at the Hawkeye 10 Conference Tournament. Esac Boys at the Audubon Boys Tournament. And Coon Rapids Beard Boys at the ACGC Tournament. In basketball, one postponement, one cancellation. South Central Calhoun Girls at Denison Slushwick canceled. Camper Girls at Sioux City North postponed and moved to February the 6th. Other basketball games on the schedule today. Esac hosting GTRA. Coon Rapids Baird going to Booyer Valley. Are we a traveling potential up to Storm Lake St. Mary's? I know there's been some discussion of maybe not playing that game today and they would cancel that one uh, if they're not able to get it in today. So again, keep an eye on the website for any more potential changes. Thanks for tuning in here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Have a great weekend, everybody.